everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond South Park Podcast. I am your host, Bill. Well, the big story has been for the last year and a half on the show has been Cartman and Heidi. We saw in season 20 how they got together and made it all the way through the end of the season. And then season 21 starts and Cartman doesn't want to be in a relationship anymore, but then decides he wants to be in a relationship, then doesn't want to be in a relationship, then wants to be in a relationship. So after what happened with the previous episode, the Halloween episode, um, we're at an interesting crossroads. We are in a position where, okay, are they still together? Are they not together? And that's kind of where this episode is going to go. Because this week, I'm talking about the episode Doubling Down. And this is a very interesting episode. Um, I'll say that. This is an interesting episode um, where... Pardon me. It's like you think this could be the end, but it may not be the end so it, it kind of like if you really watch it it kind of gets you on the edge of your seat so with that said let's dive into this week's episode doubling down the episode was written and directed by trey parker and originally aired on november 8th 2017 so our episode begins with Heidi, and Cartman is calling her, and she doesn't want to answer the phone at first, but begrudgingly answers the phone. And Cartman is crying, <coughs> excuse me, he's apologizing for what seems like the millionth time to Heidi, blaming, on this case, his blood sugar, the food he's eaten, and his mom. And he wants to give this another chance with Heidi, even though he did call her a whore and pushed her in front of a bus. Where was that clip? That would have been a unique clip. So, the next day at school... Heidi prepares a vegan lunch for Cartman. And Cartman is pissed about this. This is not what he expected. And Kyle gets into this. He's like, just leave the poor girl alone. You have been treating her badly. You have done terrible things. Why are you still with her? You should just... Leave her alone. Just let her be. And Heidi comes over and she and Cartman eventually have lunch together. So Kyle continues to put in this emphasis of we need to help Heidi. Like, 
this is ruining Heidi's, just ruining Heidi, period. The way Carmen is treating her is just ruining her. And the guys are like, I don't think we should get involved in this. I really don't. So, while that's going on, we go to President Garrison, because I guess we needed a subplot this time. And here's Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, and Mike Pence, you know, the actual Vice President of the United States, not Caitlyn Jenner. That was kind of, you know what, honestly, that was kind of one of the more disappointing things about, you know, when, when Trump did become the president. The fact that you had gone for two seasons doing this whole thing about how Caitlyn Jenner is going to be Garrison's running mate. He actually wins the election. And then when you get to here, Caitlyn Jenner's nowhere to be found. So the reason why the three of them are there is because they're really worried about what Mr. Garrison's been saying. He's been saying the N-word when he was referring about the country of Niger. Yeah, that, that, that was, a, you know, like a slick little joke. And, you know, they, they mentioned, you know, someone in Russia was raped and killed, and, like Garrison said, oh, you mean he was fucked up, you know, fucked to death. And Garrison's like, you know, I'm not really too proud of this, you know, what you guys are doing. Like, I'm going to take care of this myself. So, as that's going on, Cartman goes to Heidi's house, and he has a bag with him. And they talk about how, you know, Cartman should try Beyond Meat. And Cartman is really into, you know, this Beyond Meat. So, he brought Beyond KFC, claiming that KFC is now gone vegan. And he gives a piece of chicken to Heidi and even the mashed potatoes and the gravy. And he's faking this whole thing that it's vegan when it's really not. So the next morning at school, Carmen's like, hey, guys, do, do me a favor. Just do me a favor. Heidi's put on a little bit of weight. When she comes by, make her feel good. So here comes Heidi, and it looks like she's put on a little bit of weight. It's not, you know, terrible. But Carmen starts making derogatory comments behind her back, and this is just continuing to piss off Kyle. You know, this whole thing is starting to piss off Kyle. And after that, Kyle goes to the gym. And all the girls are there playing volleyball. And the girls have not forgotten about the great war of 2016 between the boys and the girls. And he's trying to get to the girls because of, you know, how they feel, you know, Heidi with Carmen. Because Heidi told Kyle earlier that 
she gets enough trouble as it is from the girls because she's with Cartman. She's getting it left and right. And the girls are not going to let Kyle, you know, um, keep, you know, try to get involved. Like, they want nothing to do with this. They really don't want anything to do with this. So, then we get this musical number, this musical montage, um, Unfaithful by Rihanna is played. And it's basically all, you know, Heidi and Cartman and the president, you know, President Garrison over in China. And some of his supporters are watching this and they're just like, no, this can't be happening. You know, why? This guy was going to be the, the, the one, the promised one. You know, he can't really do this. Well, he's messing it up. He's messing it up. So, Kyle has this talk with Heidi and convinces her that all Cartman ever does is play the victim card. That's all he ever does. He will play the victim card. And even when it's somebody else's fault, he will play the victim card. So, after a while... You know, maybe Kyle has reached to Heidi. Maybe. Meanwhile, back at the White House, McConnell, Ryan, and Pence are in a dark room, and Paul Ryan has some papers. And these are polls of, you know, from people that had voted, you know, like swing voters. And the polls are not looking good for President Garrison. And then what's funny about this is how Garrison does come in and Pence is the one that goes like, Oh, Mr. President, I found these, you know, survey ratings done for you. And Ryan's like, the hell you did? I'm the one who took, you know, that had this investigated. Um... You know what? I, I, I want to say something because I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about it or not, but I did eventually decide to talk about this. So, for those who don't know, Mitch McConnell is married to Elaine Chow. And Elaine Chow during Trump's administration as president was the Secretary of Transportation. Now, during George W. Bush's administration, she was the Secretary of Labor for the United States. Why am I bringing this up, you might ask? Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, we, we ready for story time? I, I know you guys like to hear stories, so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna tell the story. I, it's been a long time. I, I, I think I can tell this story. So, like I mentioned, during George W. Bush's administration, she was appointed as 
the Secretary of Labor for the United States. My great-great-grandfather was the first Secretary of Labor of the United States of America, the very first one. So, in 2007, my great-great-grandfather gets inducted into the National Labor Hall of Fame. Now, of course, you know, there, there's some of this where it's like, I'm sure some of you are thinking, shouldn't he have gone in the first class, you know, like the original, you know, inducting class? Like, he was the original. He was the first one. You would think that, but, you know, uh, can't really do Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you who the, who the original class was. So the original class for the National Labor Hall of Honor, that's what it's called, is the Hall of Honor Hall of Fame, Cyrus S. Ching, John R. Cummins, Samuel Gompers, John L. Lewis, George Meany, James P. Mitchell, Francis Perkins, and A. Philip Randolph. So, I mean, I, I, I probably will look more into that, but I just wanted to mention, you know, my great-great-grandfather was... The first Secretary of Labor, maybe he should have been original class, just saying. Okay, so anyway, um, he he is inducted with Adolphus Bush from Anheuser-Busch, you know, the people who make Budweiser and, for those that don't like it, Bud Light. So, we go to the, the ceremony. We, you know, we give them the, you know, pieces of history that we have. I could go on on that one, like, forever. So, I remember we're in the waiting room, and here comes Madam Secretary of Labor. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought she was kind of a bitch, but that's just me. You know, maybe, maybe other people have different thoughts of her, but I, I kind of thought she was a bitch, to, to be perfectly honest. I, I just thought she was a bitch. Because um, my name, you know, part of my name comes from my great-great-grandfather. And I get introduced to Madam Secretary, and my mom's like, He's named after, you know, such and such and such. And she's like, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I guess, like, look, 2007 was not a good year for me. This was one of the few bright points of 2007. Was my great-great-grandfather getting inducted. So, I'm like, yeah. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm named after him. You know, um, could be a little deal. Maybe, could be, possibly, you know, could have been a little nicer, but, uh, you're probably not, you're probably a real bitch, but, you know, I, uh, can't really say it because I've only met you once, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, she was kind of a bitch. So, yeah, so I have met, now, now, Mitch McConnell was not there, to my, to my memory, McConnell was not there. Um, 
if he was, I don't know how he would have been, honestly. So I, I can't say anything negative or positive about him. But yeah, I, I, I thought his wife was a bitch. But again, that's just me. All right, so back to the episode. So we see there's a rainstorm happening. Oh, no, it's a snowstorm. And he go. Cartman goes to, of all people, of all the people he could have gone to, he goes to Token's house. So at first he's like, hi. Hi, 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 hi. Token just slams the door on him. And then Cartman rings the doorbell like 10 times in a row. And then he puts out like, Heidi broke up with me. And Token's got this look of like, do you think I really care? Do you think I really give a damn about this? You know? And then he's like, so, can I join you for, you know, desecrating the flag and flipping cars over? And Token's about to close the door. Like, he, like, after hearing that, he's done. But his mom comes and invites him into their house. And it's like, oh boy, I, I, I don't think Cartman's mom really knows what you know, they've really gotten themselves into. So, they're eating at the kitchen table having soup for dinner. And Cartman, again, is like, you guys done with dinner? Okay, uh, when are we going to disrespect the flag? When are we going to flip the cars over? You know, I, wa I want to join you guys. And they're like, what? And Carver's like, what, you mean I missed it? You mean I missed the time for, you know, disrespected the flag and flipping the cars over? And then Token is like, Mom, I told you this was a bad idea not to let him in. And Carmen talks about, you know, how Heidi broke up with him. And Token's dad's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, I had heard about that. And I, I saw her holding hands with her new boyfriend, and they were kissing each other. I, I think she's dating Kyle. And then Cartman just loses it. He's like, Kyle! And then we get this great montage of them parodying the pink elephants on parade from the movie Dumbo. And they, they mashed that up with the footage of just Jewish people dancing and, you know, Kyle's was like, <laughs> you know, trying to be this evil, you know, figure, or at least in Carmen's mind, he's this evil figure. So it's a really good montage. And Carmen is now pissed off. He's pissed off. So the next day at school, Cartman calls Kyle out. And he's like, you ruined my life. You ruined my life. You took my girlfriend away from me. And Kyle's trying to be, you know, reasonable. He's like, look, you were treating her like crap. You weren't doing anything good to her. You were berating her. You were making fun of her, doing all this terrible stuff. 
And Carbet's like, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Kyle gives him one right hook to the face. And Cartman just drops down onto the floor. It's such a funny thing. He just gives him his right hook and bam! You know, he just drops him down. So, then we go to an Italian restaurant. And the girls are there. And they're celebrating with Heidi. They're celebrating that Heidi has broken up with Cartman. And they start to make comments about Cartman. Like, I can't believe, you know, you dated that long. How could anyone, you know, deal with dating Cartman for so long? I bet his breath smells terrible. And and Heidi, you know, she's trying to do the sympathy thing, but she can't really say anything because the girls are just so freaking mean to her about dating Cartman. So then... Here's Cartman sitting on the park bench and Heidi sees her, sees him and they have a little talk and Heidi's like, look, Carmen, I'm always going to care about you because you're always going to be my friend. And then Carmen's like, there's some stuff that I need to tell you. Like, honestly, stuff that that I got to tell you the truth. So then we go to Kyle. He's putting gel in his hair. He's getting ready for what seems to be a night out with Heidi. So Heidi goes to the door. Kyle opens it. And then what happens next? Well, it's going to change a lot of things. So, as she leaves and after Kyle makes that comment, for those that, you know, um, obviously this is an audio podcast you couldn't see, but Heidi walks away with Carmen, and Carmen gives Kyle this evil look. This evil look. Like, I got you. I got you back. And it's like, well, here we go again. And you and now, now right there, Right there, if the episode had ended on that spot, this would have been a pretty good ending. But it's not. Because 
we have one more scene, and the scene is McConnell, Ryan, and Pence bringing a happy anniversary cake to Garrison because it is actually one year to the day that Donald Trump won the election. And so they're doing a, you know, like, happy anniversary, you won. And, you know, they're like, hopefully, you know, the the next three years are going to be better. And here comes Garrison, and he's got this big strap on right around his, you know, his crotch area. And that is the end of doubling down. Um, I, I think with this episode, what they did here is they attempted, and it was actually a really good attempt, they attempted to make the entire episode about where the relationship of Heidi and Cartman is at this point in time. And, and, it, and it should be, actually. I, I really think it should be. And, you know, it's like I said earlier in the episode. Cartman has played the victim card forever. And Heidi, you know, I think towards the end, is accepting that Cartman is the victim. Not her, him. He's the victim. And that last scene with her and Kyle is so well done because you could tell word for word that's exactly what Cartman would have said face to face. The only problem with this episode is the B-plot, which is President Garrison. I don't think we needed that for this episode. I, I really don't. Um, you could have done it maybe the following week. Would have been fine. I, I just think the timing of it was kind of a bad time. Because you have a story that has been going on for a season and a half at this point. And you have, like, because not, like, we've all figured at this point now. Not all South Park episodes have to have a subplot. This is one of these episodes that honestly didn't need to have a subplot. It just didn't. And I think that kind of took away from this episode from me. I mean, I, I think it's still a good episode. I'll tell you guys what I gave it in a minute. But I just felt like if you're going to do an entire episode based on Heidi and Cartman and, you know, Kyle trying to help her out and Cartman trying to get her back in his own way. That's the whole episode right there. That honestly is the entire episode. Like I said, I, I don't think the garrison stuff was needed on this one. I, I really don't. So, I'm going to give this episode a 7. It's like in the middle. It's like a 7.5. But I'm going to give this a 7. Um, like I said, the Heidi Cartman stuff is good. It's just the B-plot didn't need to be there. It just didn't need to be there.
All right, let's go to the critics, see what they thought of this episode. Danny D. Placido of Forbes loved the episode, stating in his review that it was the best episode of the season and perhaps the best the show has been in years, and that this episode and the brilliant put it down have shown that Matt and Trey have learned how to use their Trump card, in quotes. Garrison Trump is a lethal weapon to be used sparringly for when they actually have something worth saying. Compared to the ocean of white noise out there, it's admirably restrained and South Park's satire is all the sharper for it. Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave this episode an A- and summarized in his review, Doubling Down simply recognizes that this past election was complicated. It recognizes that Trump voters, like anyone else, are complicated. Should their opposers embrace them, or should they never bother reaching out in the first place? In Parker and Stone's eyes, that's something that can't be answered by a mere cartoon. Jesse Shadeen of IGN gave this a 6.3 out of 10, stating in the review, Unfortunately, the emphasis on pointless Oval Office humor weighed down this episode pretty severely. It's just more evidence that South Park needs to keep easing up on the political humor for a while. Very good. Joe Matar of Den of Geek gave this 2.5 out of 5 stars and wrote, <clears throat> Pardon me. Doubling down isn't funny or well-plotted. It's relentlessly dark and cruel, and though I can appreciate some of the darkness of the Garrison plot and enjoy some of the broader plot developments about the Cartman, Heidi, and Kyle love triangle, the storytelling is ultimately too scattershot. And finally, Jeremy Lambert of 411 Mania gave this a 7.3 out of 10, stating that the episode tried to blend the serial story with the ability to stand alone and the mix came out weird due to prior episodes this season. Still, the plot of the episode was Cartman versus Kyle and that always works. It usually does when it's the right situation and this is the right situation here. Um, it's got to be interesting to see how this goes down the stretch. Let's go to IMDb, see what the users thought of this episode. Over 2,000 people have given this episode a rating, and the IMDb rating on this week's episode is a 7.5 out of 10. So kind of just about where I was thinking. 490 people gave it an 8. 481 people gave it a 7. That's the score I'm giving this episode. 369 people gave it a 10, and 107 people gave it a Gave it a one. All right. So now that we have gone through that, it is time to check out what the user reviews thought of this episode. And let's see. Who am I going to start with? Uh, oh, boy. Who can I? Okay, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to go with Eric's-86892 who wrote, Finally, a popular show that approaches Trump and Trump supporters with empathy and psychological understanding. It's an abusive relationship and psychologically complex. Gaslighting it at is at least one important factor. And while those that make fun of Trump aren't wrong, a serious and crass misunderstanding is keeping those that support him behind him through it all. Eric Stevenson wrote, 
Well, I guess I could feel better about myself. I was initially disappointed all my South Park episode reviews reached such low ratings. I now realize that all the reviews of the episodes are low. Well, here at least. Okay, let's just get to the actual episode. I love this one because it focused more on Cartman's relationship with Heidi. Cartman getting a girlfriend has been a very interesting development in the show's run. It was great to see cameos by the member grapes. Oh yeah, the member berries, that's right, we do have a, a cameo from them. It wasn't much, but it's good to know they're still around. It was a bit hard to tell what this episode was satirizing. I thought I had been keeping up in current events. Anyway, they actually do show some good animation in this episode when Carmen imagines Kyle ruining his relationship. It was great to see Cartman finally physically confront Kyle over this and lose easily. It seems like Cartman's strength varies depending on the episode. This was mostly mocking Donald Trump's low approval rating, but that was inevitable. Uh, next review is from Hamster and Nation, who wrote, This episode is probably one of the best of this season, a little like drinking a fresh lemonade while in a heat wave. I must say that what got me in this episode is the part at Token's house. I even almost saw a politically incorrect humor, never seen for years in South Park. This is exactly what people are looking when they are watching South Park. Dark humor about political incorrectness. But it's a pretty exciting episode when we look up at Cartman and Heidi relationship. They exploited a really interesting part of social behaving and relationship. Even if season 21 was not so good so far, this episode brings hope about the denouement of the season. Leo Spaka wrote, South Park is back. It has always been funny, outrageous, gory, rude, and always very clever. But now it is also emotional. One of the best episodes in South Park history. Super funny, deep, and real. Heidi and Cartman's love story is playing a major role in this series, and it is affecting me a lot. The reaction of Cartman going through a breakup is exactly how you would imagine, but so far we have never seen him under this circumstance. Alright, uh, let's get a few more. This is from DB528, who wrote, I watched this episode twice. The story revolves around Eric's explo shit, exploitive and emotionally abusive relationship with Heidi, who keeps insisting to her friends that Eric has a good side and that her decision to become his girlfriend was not a mistake. Scenes with Donald Trump are inter interspersed in the episode. At first viewing, I didn't see the connection. When Ryan, McConnell, and Pence show Trump his tanking approval ratings, Trump says, It's not a problem. See, I know something about societal psychology that you three turdballs don't. Everything's going to be fine. Heidi can't take the abuse anymore and finally breaks up with Eric. But when her friends say things like, They are glad she finally wised up, they couldn't imagine how she could have kissed Eric, etc., she has second thoughts. After watching the episode the second time, I realized that the Trump scenes are relevant. Eric symbolizes Trump, and Heidi symbolizes Trump voters. The societal psychology that Trump was talking about was the fact that people don't like to admit, even to themselves, that they made a mistake. And when they are ridiculed for their bad choice, even if they realize it was a bad choice, they double down. It's just human nature. Alright, uh, next review is from Sheriff Hussein Zat, 
who wrote, The characters are true to themselves. We get to see them be themselves in new and intriguing situations. The two storylines are impeccably implemented together to give a meaningful form, something which has been lacking more often than not lately. The theme is amazing, the morale important, and the perspective fresh. South Park at its best, finally, 10 out of 10. All right, uh, let's go, let's read this one. This is from Edvis-1997. It's a very short one who wrote, I'm feeling so sad for that poor girl who's manipulated. But those episodes with Donald Trump makes really no sense. Please don't use so many politics. Okay. Um, <laughs> next one is from N.W. Camara, who wrote, Definitely the darkest episode of South Park since The Damned, but Cartman's manipulation of Heidi is insanely good. It's Cartman at his best, but with a girlfriend this time. Seeing Kyle trying to split them up after seeing all of the abuse Heidi puts up with is completely understandable, but Kyle always makes things worse. Meanwhile, the subplot with President Garrison is absolutely hilarious. Final review is from Florian Lore, who wrote, I personally enjoyed season 18 through 21 a lot, mainly because it had one long storyline. A big part of it for me was the Hyman relationship, Heidi and Carmen. He gave, this person gave them a name. Wow. It was just sweet and different to finally see a side of Eric we hadn't seen since the very early seasons. Does anyone still remember that despite being a prick, Eric actually was always a child who suffered a lot from never having a male role model and a mother who is an enabler? Of course he is a selfish person, and I am not going to say none of it is his fault. But we have seen in Tst that Carmen actually can change. In episodes like Fat Camp or My Future Self and Me, he always seemed self-aware. So I don't completely agree with Kyle that Carmen will always blame others. He may now, but he didn't before. That's why I am quite sad to see that South Park doesn't take the opportunity to let him change a little. I mean, this is a show that by now has pretty much written Kenny out of the show. And Kenny's character also was changed from the dying kid to, I don't know, the poor background character? So why can't they allow Eric to find some happiness? I feel really bad for Heidi, because she also changed. Compared to the rather mean girl she was in Margarine. Oh yeah, she was a bitch in that one. She seems like a very sincere and compassionate girl. And Cartman was a really good boyfriend for a while. So it's not like he couldn't be one. He also seems to realize on some level that Heidi is good for him. It's just all that toxic learned behavior he would have to get past. It is too late now because they scrapped that storyline in season 21. But I always thought this was one of the last truly good stories and they gave it all up for a show that no longer is about four naive kids from Colorado going to school. I really wish Eric and Heidi could have been happy together, even on a cynical show like South Park. Well, we'll have to see where that goes towards the end. But I'm actually kind of surprised in a way that a lot of positive thought of this episode. Real positive. 
You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future South Park episodes. And also check out our friends at SMB, a South Park review, where they review classic South Park episodes. Next time around, it's one of the big events that happens when you're in elementary school, the science fair. Yep, the science fair. Because the next episode I'll be reviewing here is Moss Piglets. That'll be next time right here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.